And uh, the day I bought it in, I, I I never had stuff that nice. So I was like, dang, this sounds good. <laughs> like, it was a whole nother world over here. Yeah, man. right. And so I was like, yo, Sarah, put the headphones on. Listen to how this sounds. Mm. And so she, she put the headphones on. was like, hey, we should do a podcast. <laughs> and so, you know, we literally brainstormed yeah. for... Uh, 15, 15 minutes 15 mm-hmm. minutes you know i'm i'm a diehard chicagoan I, yeah i love everything about chicago right and so that was my angle she's a dope ass cook so how could we combine those two mm-hmm. we figured it out in 15 minutes and had the name down the concept of it down um the when we were record with from harold washington to harold's chicken and everything in between and beyond. Sociology is the exploration of Chicago culture, history, legends, stories, and fiction through a myriad of discussions with Chicagoans themselves. Sociology awareness test, time for another SAT. Who was the last Republican mayor of Chicago? Don't Google it, just listen to the episode. The answer is somewhere in there. And when you hear it, make sure you comment below. And whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on right now, don't forget to share, subscribe, and like. Having said all of that, I'm Twiz Taylor. Welcome back to another episode of Sociology. Chicagoans are like everybody else, only more so. Sarah and Dario exude that zealousness. They are the co-hosts of 77 Flavors of Chicago, a podcast all about Chicago history, Chicago food, and Chicago culture. On this episode, you're just going to listen to three Chicagoans having a conversation about Chicago. We're going to talk about everything from the stigma behind Chicago in the media, Chicago politics, Chicago food, a bunch of different Chicago facts and history. Also, the inspiration behind Sarah and Dario's journey on why they started 77 Flavors and how they just stumbled right into it. So without further ado, let's get right into this conversation with 77 flavors of chicago so i definitely appreciate it man like i'm a, I'm a big fan of y'all podcast uh, appreciate you so it so much you're definitely a big fan i the first episode i think i listened to um of y'all's last year was um it was the the, the chatham episode with black oh, people yeah. yeah the chatham episode with black people eats and you know it was a good conversation y'all had and like that's what sucked me in because y'all was like speaking all the you know the um the words that jump out at me, like blockbuster, you know, because y'all was talking a lot about the, you know, the practice of how the neighborhoods was all white, right. and how they was uh, getting white people out of there, bringing black people in, sucking us in, you know, right. um, yeah. and I love stuff like that. Like, I'm a huge history buff, and, you know, that was the episode that had me hooked on y'all. That was it. Okay. <laughs> that was we did it, that, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was it, and I've been a, a faithful subscriber and listener ever since, and then, you know, it's just dawned on, I'm like, you know, let me just reach out to see if, you know, y'all would be interested in you know, doing a podcast, you know, um, you know, so with that being said, you know, we can get right into it. You know, I ain't gonna yeah. to take too much of y'all time today, but like what, tell us a little bit about y'all background. Like, you know, I've been listening to the podcast, so I'm familiar with some things, but yeah. tell the listeners, you know, a little bit about y'all background and what led y'all to start the podcast, 77 Flavors. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm from the South side of Chicago, um, born, raised here. Um, Sarah's from Jordan and I, I'm a comedian, right? So I'm a comedian uh, and I like creating, you know what I mean? I like to make people have, like make people small. I had a podcast before that I wanted to kind of make like better. Like I wanted to make it better. Like it had dope content. It had all that kind of stuff, but the audio was just trash. Right. And, and so, you know, I went and I bought a lot of equipment, expensive equipment and just said, I'm going 
I'm going all in, you know, pushing all the chips in. We're going to do this thing right. And uh, the day I bought it in, I, I, I never had stuff that nice. So I was like, dang, this sounds good. <laughs> like, it was a whole nother world over here. Yeah, yeah, right. And so I was like, yo, Sarah, put the headphones on. Listen to how this sounds. Mm. So she she put the headphones on was like hey we should do a podcast <laughs> and so you know we literally brainstormed yeah. for uh, 15, 15 minutes 15 mm. minutes you know i'm i'm a diehard chicagoan I, yeah i love everything about chicago right and so that was my angle she's a dope-ass cook so how can we combine those two mm-hmm. we figured it out in 15 minutes and had the name down the concept of it down um, the, when we were record, which originally, I don't know if a lot of people know, but, uh, originally this was be once every two weeks and, mm-hmm. um, you know, two weeks into us starting, we had, we had to pivot quick because people were listening. We were like, all right, let's, let's give them one every week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and so that's just how it started. You basically was bad equipment for something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even and he's like, ooh, like, yeah. hold up, hold up. Yeah. So it's kind of like y'all fell into it. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love we that. definitely sure. fell into we it. We definitely fell into it. Even, even like it blowing up and people actually recognizing us and listening to it was also kind of luck. I mean, right. uh, the, the Chicago Tribune food critic found our podcast and listened to it. And he listened He listened to one episode, I think, or right. maybe just, just one or two episodes. Yeah. Um, and that's when he wrote the article about us. And That's all we had out, actually. So he listened. <laughs> he listened to the two yeah. episodes we had after. Yeah, yeah. And what what kind of like caught the attention of most people is that like we re- we record outside. We don't. Yeah. And the, when we started, we were literally recording outside. You know, like, we, our first, our first, second episode was by Navy Pier, and that's what people were like, "Are you actually outside?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're actually sitting outside." Yeah, right. <laughs> we're right here. Yeah. Yeah, and and I love that. Uh, not to cut y'all off, but like that's one thing that I love about y'all. Uh, y'all formula you know it's the fact that it's on location and engaging which is one thing that um i strive to do with my podcast as well you know it's like okay we're chicagoans we get that right but let's get out into chicago you know what i'm saying like let's get out into chicago let's you know show the listeners the viewers you know um what chicago is and what it's about because you know we, we we understand what the stigma is about our city we get it you know and, and and you know we we understand that you know there are some things that you know, some valid reasons why people may feel that way, but at the same time, that's not the identity of Chicago. Right, you know, right. Just how the, the government and the mainstream media try to paint the identity of Chicago as this. It's like, no, that's like literally a portion right. of Chicago, just as every big city, but right. you know, Chicago is a great city with so many different things that we identify as first before right. it gets to violence and crime, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And food obviously is at the top of that list. Yeah. You know, it's at the top of that list. And honestly, we've been doing this. Um, we we've recorded a hundred and four episodes, hundred and five episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we have recorded every single episode, like every for every single episode, we've been in at least one community area from all, and we've visited all seventy seven. And not one time have we experienced anything that was negative. No one has ever bothered us. No one has ever um said anything to us people have been you know all over the city super welcoming very excited that we're out there and like talking about what's going on um so really i mean we haven't experienced that in those 77 in 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 the the first 77 weeks i would say and definitely don't want to you know make it because we didn't experience it doesn't happen right you know what i mean but like a lot of people you know that's outside the city need to understand that this is not 
in yeah. every moment occurrence right. you know what i mean like and it's that's a, what, a, right yeah you know that's what we're trying to convey right. to people is that yes not only can you walk these streets and like be okay you know you what i mean you can have fun like there's things to do everywhere in this city there's something to see and be like oh wow you know what i mean like so it's really for the people that are outside of the city to understand us or, more or the people that haven't been to these specific right. community areas there's so many community areas and organizations in them that are non-governmental that are working so hard yes. to make yes. those community areas yep. uh, more interactive more activated the storefronts filled i mean we've met so many amazing people and so many great stories that it's it's like unfathomable to me that you would ever think that there's anywhere in the city that is like right just bad yeah. you know what i mean like just, just... And, and like obviously we know that right. every major city and obviously we know that chicago has i mean the the i would say like the economic divide is one the racial mm -hmm. divide the red mm -hmm. like, there's so many factors that go into why uh you know certain things happen but yeah we got we got heavy real quick on you. We you did know? no no we did, and, and, but that's how it goes though. And yeah. and you know just but I, I love it because like it's real. Like you know to Sarah's point, the social welfare is huge in Chicago, and a lot of people don't know that. Like the mainstream news, you know Fox News, I can say it. You know it's my podcast, so I can say it. Yep. Places like Fox News, stuff like that. You know they love to paint it as this this this, but you know social welfare organizations are doing huge work on the mm -hmm. south side, the west side of Chicago, um, in the black neighborhoods, the Hispanic neighborhoods, you know, is and, and people would never know about it unless you're actually in these neighborhoods, right. the way y'all are. Like, 77 community areas, first of all, I lived here my whole life. I'm sure I hit all 77. But to intentionally do all 77, yeah. um, that's huge, man. So like, I bet you most people have not been to Hegwish. Yeah. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people ain't never, yeah. People don't yeah. even know what Hegwish is. Yeah, you know yeah. They don't even know what that is, that whole Riverdale area, all that southeast yeah. side. Um, yeah. But, you know, so tell us about like y'all strategic planning when it came to hitting the 77 areas. And let me just say, you know, y'all know, but just for those who listening, there are 77 community areas in Chicago. That doesn't mean it's 77 neighborhoods. It's two right. totally different things. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what was the planning like when y'all was like, okay, look, we're going to hit all 77? Mm -hmm. So initially, we just, the, con the concept was, yeah, we'll just go to all 77 of them, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't, it didn't dawn on us that, you know, 77, if we do this once a week, is a year and a half a and and it didn't dawn on us until uh, an interview with wgn so i think the planning for us was like i said initially every two weeks but mm -hmm. we thought you know like hey let's just go ahead and do each one but at over time we kind of start seeing you know the how important we can be to chicago and like how our voice is kind of being reached and how we can use our voice and platform so you know, the planning part of it was was easy. You know, what I mean, we 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 knew 77, eat food, talk history, have some fun, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, outside of that, we were just like, well, how do we well, how do we like make this something where it could be tangible for people, you know, to kind of like really engage them, like and like get out here. So, you know, then we start relying heavy on we we switched to video, right? Let's just show people that we're out here and this is not just yeah. us talking every week on 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 the uh, microphone we're actually here in the in the restaurants in the community areas mm -hmm. and we're talking to people that are involved and mm -hmm. the planning for this next wave that didn't start until i think 
December we hit 77. We didn't start planning until like November when we were like, oh damn. Uh, we about that. We, we, what do we do now? You know, right, so, yeah, it's yeah. almost over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like now, okay, we hit all seventy-seven. So like, do we hit the uh, specific neighborhoods within right. the seventy-seven? Yeah. Right. So, um, at, to to go back to the seventy-seven, when we were planning, we were like, okay, so we wanted we wanted to do some north, like a north side, west side, south side, north side, west side, south okay. south side, like and the then cycle. you realize, yep. there's way more south side community areas and there are north and west side yeah. so um we started using bingo. a bingo <laughs> machine that had 77 numbers and we would just oh. randomly draw a number and then whatever and number unless it had yeah yep. and then we would do that community area so there was like no preference of like we want to do oh they're just doing area. north side they just doing south side yeah, you yeah. know how you know how people are you know how yeah people are. yeah people don't <laughs> talk so we let's let's end that yeah. immediately you know so we we found that pretty early. I think we mm -hmm. I was gonna say third or fourth episode. We were like, all right, let's just mix let's it just up, randomize it, yeah. so that there's no. And it was it, it was fun. I mean, you learn even in that we learned because yeah. we ran through all the north side quickly. You know what I mean? Like that was because there's only a I mean yeah, there's yeah. only a few. in, in hindsight yeah it's not a lot of those compared maybe twenty community areas yeah. around the north side. right and yeah, yeah yeah because it's only fifty six south and west side so. You know, so there's only 21 north side. So you we ran through those quickly. And then it, you know, the podcast eventually the last few months became about the south side. <laughs> you know, like it was mm -hmm. it was more south side because it just naturally felt like that. But yeah, um, that was all the planning that we did. Now we're the planning now it's a lot more intentional. Now, yeah, it's way more intentional. Because you know? now we're not doing just the community areas anymore. We'll we'll hit multiple community areas in one episode and um what we'll do is like we'll answer the questions that came up during the first portion of the podcast so um we've done things like the brickyards we've done mm -hmm. um things like the green light we're talking about that episode i like that episode yeah um we're we're uh, we're gonna have an episode on um like the first theaters in the city we're going to so yeah, it's just, you know some architecture some so yeah. it'll it's a it's a lot more uh specific yeah. i would say and like less about the community area itself but about all the stories that make chicago so great right you know like if you we all have questions about certain things you yeah. know what i mean like and and some of them can be you know very you know st straightforward and some of them are like a rabbit hole and and then yeah. nobody ever finishes the question because it is a rabbit hole mm -hmm. and you're like all right, well, i don't got time for that our goal is to go down that rabbit hole you know what i mean like because like once you go down that hole, there's more questions. And so there's more history and there's more things that you want to find out. And you start putting these pieces together. The best example is we did, um, was it uh, the Chicago why, right? We, we want to know why, well, we know why, but like we wanted to explain why, you know, the municipal device is important in Chicago. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's that random why that yeah. you see hidden yep. all around the it's city. It's like different type of architecture. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And uh -huh. like, why does it exist? Yeah. Yeah. And in doing that, we were walking down uh, the Wack Wacker street, upper Wacker. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, I don't know if you know, or if anybody knows, we didn't know, but that was called market street at one point. And I did not that, know that. Yeah, that was called Market Street at one point. And at one point, that was the busiest street in all of Chicago. Yeah. And so if you walk down the street, there's plaques that talk about everything on it. And so we were like, well, why don't we just do this as an episode? So, mm -hmm. you know, it's things like that mm -hmm. that we are finding now that, you know, this the story of Chicago never ends. It's yeah. never going to end. 
never going to be. It's literally like a whole universe within itself. That's what I call it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, like you said, you go down these rabbit holes, you know. Um, so I was a broadcasting major, film minor in college. And one of my papers, I had to do uh, a paper on movie theaters, you know, early movie theaters, you know, Marcus Lowe, um, Adolf Zukar, all of those uh, individuals. And of course, Chicago has a lot of movie palaces here. You know, like I had to touch on a Chicago theater, you know, Balabana Cats, you know, the yeah. people that designed those theaters, you know, it's, so it's like those rabbit holes are really endless. And um, yeah. it, it just really shows you how like Chicago is kind of like really the center of the universe. So it's like it's a universe within right. itself. It, it's just like the, the history is just endless. You know what I'm saying? And, and right. you know, so y'all was planning to do an episode on one thing, ended up doing an episode on another thing. Yeah. And I just learned something because I did not know. I've heard the name Market Street before, I believe, but mm-hmm. I did not know it was that, though. I yeah. did not yeah. know that. So yeah. you just educated me. Um, <laughs> on my own podcast and I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, there you, you know, go, yeah. Cuz like the more you know, the more you don't know. Right. 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 And and we st- and I'm sh- I mean, just imagine some of the things today. Um and this is a tangent. I'm sorry if it's taken no, up. No, no, tangent uh, So, you know, Jay-Z is like my is my personal favorite artist of all time. Okay. And um he has in the song uh Picasso baby, he said Jeff Bo- Jeff Coon balloons, I just want to blow up. Right. And, I, you know, I don't know if you know who Jeff Koons is. Right. But he he makes the balloon art, you know, out of stainless like steel. Dogs yeah. Mm-hmm. But diving deeper into that, Jeff Koons actually went to school in um, at the Art Institute of uh, Chicago. Mm, and, yeah. And not only that, but he was taught by a famous Chicago in here that also is pretty famous. So. I was going to make something today, actually, literally today, that said, hey, what is Jay-Z and the Art Institute of Chicago, how are they connected? Because, I mean, there's there's stories about Chicago everywhere, and I bet you people didn't even know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that, that kind yeah. of stuff. So. Yeah, like, I, I I knew who he was, but I didn't know, um, or at least it probably slipped my mind, that he went to the Art Institute. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's funny, you look at old pictures of the Art Institute, it's literally this lonely building on Michigan Avenue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Nowhere. And yeah. now it's like, obviously, 2023 is all types of stuff developed around it, you know? Everything. Right? Yeah. Everything, everything. Man, but, you know, that's that's amazing. So, Sarah, you're a chef, right? Mm-hmm. You're a chef. Um, So, tell us about how you got into that culinary world and tell us why Chicago is the greatest food city in the world. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. So... First, I, I really don't like calling myself a chef because okay. yes, I've worked in restaurants, but um, I feel like I'm not there yet, but I've, I've been cooking my whole like, Okay, my, okay, my... you're a culinary genius. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> I love recipe development a lot. So, but, um, and we actually just released an episode on food history in Chicago and why it's so important as a uh, food city. And it actually goes all the way back to like indigenous foods and uh, how they started in this area and uh, the swampy land being turned into cornfields and soy fields and how that's so important. Mm-hmm. And all of the the great um, industries that originated in Chicago, like sugar and salt and the stockyards, the stockyards like yeah. all of these great or major food categories that started in the city of Chicago. And mm-hmm. they, if not started here, then they were transported through here because of the canal um, that went through here or, you know, yeah, towards yeah. The system. So, yeah. 
So it's 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 not just important in terms of like how pe people are being creative and creating foods here and the amount of restaurants that you can visit and the amount of Michelin restaurants you can visit and things that are on the Michelin guide and all that stuff. But it's also important from its origin because it paved the way for so many um, so okay. many foods that we enjoy today. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. From different people of all races and nationalities. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just it's just crazy how. <laughs> You know, you go Devon Street up in uh, Albany Park, you know, like uh, over by Western and you could just eat literally around the world. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? mean? Like, so that's one of the most diverse zip codes in the country. And they always say, like, you can eat around the world in Chicago and you really can. And in that Albany Park area, you probably like knock off quite a bit of countries yeah. off your list. So, yeah. yeah, real talk. And it's like, you know, I um, I get into a lot of debates on social media about stuff, you know, mm. uh, and one debate I got into a couple months ago was with some uh, guy on um, Twitter. He said that Philly got the best food in the country. I'm like, what? No, they yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I ain't never even heard nobody from Philly say that. You know yeah, what no, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, nah, bro. And look, I only been to Philly one time. I admit this. But look, if I've been to your city one time, and if I get sick eating the thing that y'all known for, y'all yeah. ain't it. Y'all ain't yeah. it. Yeah, right, you no, can't be. You can't be it. You can't yeah. be it. Maybe yeah. like I was down for the count after I, after I ate oh. that Philly cheesesteak that night, and oh, I would rough. never eat one again from Philly. Damn, period. <laughs> that's rough. It, it is. It was rough. This was like yeah. over ten years ago, but yeah, Ooh. I'm never doing it again. It's a good spot over in Jackson, uh, on, on Jackson, right uh, in um, a Greek town uh, that uh, serves some good Philly cheesesteak. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. Yeah, I can't I've remember. Been to a spot in Greek town where I got a Philly cheesesteak from. Yeah. There's, there's also, I think it's called Monty's. Yeah, Monty, right? yeah Monty's one of our one of our good friends, Byron. Okay. He he runs the page, uh, Shy Food Local. Um, yeah, he has he, that's a good he, has, he has wonderful recommendations, by the way. But he took us there, and it was it was yeah. really good. yeah, it's very good. Mm, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to add that to the list. Um, so yeah, man, like you know, the, the the food is you know a huge identity of Chicago again, as we know. But also, as we know, it's the diversity of Chicago. That's a huge right. identity um, of Chicago. What are some things that y'all learned along the way? Um, since y'all started this podcast journey that obviously y'all didn't learn. I'm sure it's a lot of things that y'all have learned, but what's something yeah. that stands out for each one of you that you was like, wow, like this is amazing. Uh, Pullman for me. Um, uh, Pullman is, I think, you know, looking at it now and I had going into it, that was one episode that I couldn't wait to get to because to me, it's like literal archeology span right in our own land right and uh it did not disappoint when we went there for a numerous different reasons right yeah. we all know that labor day started here in chicago because of you know that because of Portland, you know because of that area right um but you also got um the pullman porters there's that story which is so important to so much of history in chicago and not just history in chicago but black history across America mm -hmm. and to see those buildings, some of those buildings still there, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like right there, it's, it's, it's like going to a foreign land and what, and looking at the pyramids right there in front of you. That's to me like the best thing. And on top of that, it's Chicago, Chicago has a national park and that's it. A lot of people don't even know you can actually go. If you are a hiker and you want to knock off all the national parks for those people that do it, you gotta come you can here. Get your book. You can get your stamp out and get your stamp. You know what I mean? Like, so there's just so much going on in Pullman that is just 
I mean, to me, it's just like the Egypt, <laughs> you know. Yeah. To, to yeah, and 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 like like you said, the Pullman Porters being so important to Black history across the country, you know, yeah. they were um, very important when it came to distributing the Chicago Defender in yep. its early days, you know. Yep. Um, and that's one thing that um, they had to do it on the low because yeah. you know they was trying to like cities was trying to outlaw that they would like literally throw you in jail if they caught you selling yeah. the defender or passing it on so it's like they had to do it on the low and i just love that energy it's like yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. like here you go bro like go ahead read that come to yeah what is it like the, I was about the to average say, paper was yeah. read by like five people yeah one one paper so it was so important one paper on the train being passed around was read by like five four to uh, five to six people. So mm -hmm. that thing had reach, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like one paper had reach, reach. which is crazy. <laughs> and it all started in a, in an apartment, you know, yeah, Robert, really? you know, yeah. in an apartment, you know what I'm saying? I still got the book back there somewhere. I ain't finished it. I'm like three quarters through, but it's a thick old book though. Yeah. But yeah, man, like, so yeah, Pullman is definitely one of those cities. Well, I see it's one of those towns, yeah. neighborhoods that's like, the history is just so rich, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, um, very rich. Very rich. And, you know, like, I read a uh, headline the other day that said Elon Musk is trying to start a employee um, town for all his employees. I'm like, yeah, we did that before. Yeah, yeah um, we did that, yeah. Come to pull and see what happened. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that, bro. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Pullman, definitely a great option. What about you, Sarah? God, it's so hard to pick. I honestly don't know, but I would say like one of the things that stood out is um, how important immigrants were to the mm -hmm. story of Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know why, but that that kind of like is close to home for me. My my dad uh, moved here for college. I moved here. I, I don't know. I, I moved here by choice. I know a lot of people um, that moved to you know from west from Eastern Europe and stuff like that. The German, the Polish, the Irish that moved here or even the Arabs and from Southeast Asia. Um, some of them wasn't by choice. Some of them was looking for better better opportunities. But um, I think like the importance of them to everything that has happened in the city is, I was really cool to learn about. Yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. that probably. And it's ongoing learning. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. We, we continually learn how immigrants really, really shaped Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah, I so would they say- get the job done. Yeah, yeah I would say- you know, also, and just a, a bonus for, I think, both of us. I can talk to both of us on this one. Bronzeville is just... Oh, yeah. I mean, like... That is... I think Bronzeville is one of those places that you hear about it so much in the news, and so you automatically be like, oh, this is a great place, right? So people that don't know Bronzeville will automatically assume that it's a great place. However, when you go and you research and you actually are there and you learn about Bronzeville, it becomes even better it's like and so to me it's almost like man what a time to be alive in that in those times you know what i'm saying like i couldn't imagine being in bronzeville yeah. black metropolis and like just living as much of the dream as we could live and everybody that came through there yeah. to me it's just like it has it's one of the community areas that has the most um historic landmarks in it you know what i mean like it's got i mean we all know the six that are like mainstays you know but you know there are so many other things in bronzeville that are like so historic yeah. i don't know bronzeville is that's up there with pullman to me too so <laughs> yeah yeah man my uh my grandma she lived in bronzeville my entire life so like i'm definitely i was down there spending a lot of time as a kid you yep. know um pilgrim 
Pilgrim Baptist Church. You know, I remember yep. when it was, you know, fully erect and, you know, um, and all of that. It used to have a blue cross. You know, I yep. remember seeing that blue cross uh, from my grandma's apartment building um, at night. And then obviously, you know, then it burnt down. Um, I yep. think what they're making it now, like a museum now. Yeah, it's like a museum. Yep. Yeah, they're making it a museum now. Um, yeah, man, like the history there is, is, is definitely crazy. And I'm still I'm still in awe, you know, of yeah. so many things that I see in Bronzeville that's still there from when I was a kid. Like, I'm only 34, right. but I'm at the age where I can see the neighborhood has changed. Yeah. But at the same time, some things have still stayed the same. Like, a lot of things have stayed the same. For yeah. example, it's a, um, my grandfather stayed on 46 of King Drive. And it's a, uh, y'all seen it, and the name is escaping me right now, but it's an old insurance company building on King Drive. Yeah. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yep. The name is escaping me though. Yes, it's losing me. I don't know. We know so many different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and but it's still there. And it's like you could tell that thing had been vacant for at least 20, 30 years before I was born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Saying? Yeah, and I'm yeah. 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 And it still ain't been touched. But what I'm like, trying to I'm sitting there like because we we've been to it. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to Google that. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> God, what it was, it's a very important uh um Somebody watches. They they already know the name. They shout. I know. Uh, God, don't. We done been some everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna try to Google it. But yeah, it's right there though. And I'm like, how come ain't nobody touched this building? Like, what's the stories behind this building? I did some research on it at one point, and I know it had changed hands multiple times. You know, back in the day. But you know, yeah, I can't find it. Like, I'm trying to look for it on Google. But yeah, I'm like, what's the story behind this building? How come ain't nobody touched it? Right, you know, right. Like, is it landmark status? Like, what, what's what's the deal? Like, that's literally how we come up with the topics for the podcast. Yep. Mammoth Life and Accident Insurance Company. Yep. There we go. That's there we it. go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's well. I don't know if it's gonna show it's up. Blur, it's blurry out, but we yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So like, how come ain't nobody touched? So that's how y'all come up with the inspiration. Uh huh. Yeah, we be driving or like on the bus or something. I'd be like, what is that? And then I like look it up on my phone, and it's a rabbit hole. And then we're like, yeah. well, we gotta talk about that yeah i mean there's there's we we told people you listen to the podcast we tell people look with your eyes up and look down sometimes just like look at your surroundings because there's plaques on a lot of these buildings that tell you you what this building was and yeah. i think that's the coolest part about when you are walking around downtown yeah. you can or or not downtown around chicago around town you can just literally look almost anywhere mm -hmm. and some building is like you know historic for some reason or another and um i, I think the they just brought up the list of chicago's seven most endangered buildings right yeah, and that. that list is something that all in all honesty you know i didn't really care about before the podcast and now i, don't, I say don't care because i never paid attention it wasn't my world you know what i mean i was like ah oh, damn don't tear down the chicago building yeah. but now <laughs> yeah you know like yeah. but now it's like well we have so many buildings that are like historic and landmark. And if you do some research, what happened in that building, maybe keep it. You know what I mean? Like, so now it's it's like things like that is where we are really like, all right, let's bring some focus to what that is and why it's important to the community and to the people, you know, uh, around. You know, it's 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 a it's a rabbit hole for sure. It's always a rabbit hole, man. Yeah. And it's one of those things like you don't even realize until you get older so back to Bronzeville just real quick yeah, yep. I mean when I was a kid my uncle he used to take me on walks around the neighborhood with him while he was running errands you know he loved he loved walking and running errands for my grandma and he'll do it for her neighbors as well so like I'm just I was just a, his buddy his his companion on some of these trips and um he would walk me to uh the Douglas tomb 
on 35th Street, right? Mm -hmm. Now, yep. as a kid, you're like, oh, okay, nice statue. But the older you get, you realize, I'm like, oh, Stephen Douglas. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so yeah. when they was tearing down the uh, Confederate statues all throughout the South a couple but years why ago. Not? Why are you keeping that one? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, we don't have any Confederate statues per se here, but uh, we definitely got statues of uh, racist men. Yeah, right. We right did, uh, our, I think our third episode, yeah. third or fourth episode, we did right in front of that statue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then when we did the episode with the, uh, the like, the founding of the 77, like, why the 77 community areas even exist the way they do with the University of Chicago, Um so the University of Chicago was originally was founded by Douglas, right? Yeah, the original one. And it was yeah, original. Then Rockefeller bankrolled. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then they there was there was like a stone from the original um building in the new campus, but they chose to take it out. They were like, we want no association whatsoever yeah. with the guy. So yeah, so they took that out. <laughs> that's, pretty cool. that's real. That's real. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, given uh University of Chicago's racist history. You know, yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's and they acknowledge it. They yeah, yeah that's the know, best thing. They the... they recognize that, like, yes, we uh, have racist roots, right? Mm -hmm. And and trying to change that, you know, was is is that's big. You know, that's big for them because they are, I mean, important to Chicago. Like, regardless of whatever we want to say, it's that's important. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they they created all this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you take away University of Chicago, you take it away. It's gonna be a huge vacuum. Yeah, not just yeah. on the south side, but Chicago. Period. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, huge vacuum. But yeah, I did not know that though uh, about the the stone that was being that was present at the University yeah. of Chicago. I did not know that. I'm glad yeah. they took it out though. But yeah, like that's. But those are things that people don't know, right? Bronzeville right. is predominantly black neighborhood. Um, regardless of how much uh, gentrification has occurred, it's still very uh, black Chicago very black. there. Yep. Right. And the entire neighbor, the community area is named after a racist senator that wanted yeah. black people to still be in bondage. So yeah. those are things that you just, people don't know, but they need to know because it helps, you know, just with your awareness of the city that you live in and the city that you love, you know? Right, right. Yeah, man. And, and, and the work y'all are doing with this podcast is huge. So like what, what is y'all vision long term? Y'all ain't got to give no secrets. Don't, don't give away <laughs> no top secrets on here, but like, what are some visions long term? So y'all did the 77, right? Now y'all intentional with different type of content. How do y'all see 77 flavors uh, growing in the next two? Um, I, I used to I used to be very confident answering this question, but now I almost don't like answering it for one reason only, is that I feel like by answering it, we're limiting ourselves because the opportunities that we've gotten from this podcast are stuff that I would have never imagined or said that are like goals for us. So um there are some things that are going to uh we've already worked on or completed that are going to be uh, become public we can't talk about them right now but they're going to be public over the next few months that like in my wildest dream i would have never thought were real but right. some things that we can talk about is like we're working on a guidebook um an interactive guidebook uh to kind of walk you through the 77 community areas um our our youtube channel is uh is it's vlog style more now than it is than it it used to be just like the podcast itself now it kind of like mirrors the podcast episode so it's not exactly the same um it's more of a vlog style we are we're we're more we, we more want it to feel like you're watching a 20 minute tv show um and who knows where that will go like we're just built kind of like building a portfolio right now when it comes mm -hmm. to that um we are, we've partnered with world business chicago we're working on some events in the hancock building at the chicago 
Thanks so much. Thank you. Um, we're working on some events at the Chicago Food Stop, and, and our purpose there is to kind of like bring more diversity to the food stop in general is meant to bring more diversity to to the Magnificent Mile because obviously it's a lot of like huge businesses that are owned by large restaurant groups and like a small business would never have the opportunity to be in there. So like these events that are being put on in there and the little kiosks that are in the space are meant to provide small businesses free space for them to be in there. Um, and it's it's funded by federal dollars. So um, we're, we also work on, on creating some events. We're actually doing a Black Metropolis event uh, on the 8th of April. Yep. And uh, it's going to have a speaker from Bronzeville. We're going to have a jazz band. We're going to have a restaurant and then a non-alcoholic winery. Uh, it's, it's like a full day event. So we've been doing a lot of those. Um, we did a, a pizza day. We did... Um, Chicago's uh, birthday stockyards we did Chicago's <laughs> birthday so yeah, that was Reese I saw that I saw that yeah uh, yeah uh -huh. so it's just I don't know what else this, yeah, no, it's, it's, that's a lot that's yeah, a lot going on yeah, that's a lot. it's just it's hard it's hard to answer the question I think holistically we just want to advocate for the city right we want we want to advocate for the people of the city yeah. maybe not the city but to us the people are, are is what we want to advocate for you know like there's missed opportunities on the south and west side. You know what I mean? Like there's, but there's people all over the north side does, that deserve a fair shake, you know, and and that need, you know, you know, enlightenment and, and, yeah. and kind of, uh, you know, light cast on. So we just want to kind of be when the, you, bridge, yeah, the bridge. When you think of when, when somebody out of town thinks of, you know, Chicago, they reference us, you know, like re yeah, yeah, reference yeah, yeah. us people that have been on the ground a real unfiltered you know undoctored opinion and thought process that we can yeah. show you tangible proof of things that we learn yes that's all we really yeah. want you know what i mean so yeah and and, and heavy on the unfiltered because yeah. <laughs> we're we're one of like the few podcasts that um don't we don't belong to a production company so like honestly a lot of our opinions and our experiences are our opinions and our experiences so we, um we don't have we don't have a producing team we don't have editors it's just dario and i and I love that, you know, because um, like I said earlier, I was like, this is my podcast, so I could say it's Fox News that says a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I love that. Like, you know, I just feel like, you know, okay, so I'm on record with saying that I feel like podcasts are one of the greatest things to happen to humans, but it's also yeah. one of the worst things to happen to humans. Yeah. You know, um, because, because, you know, people can say anything egregious, but at the same time, um, it's just another platform to be monetized by bigger companies, right? right. So it's like the barrier to entry is still low, but at the same time, bigger companies can still come in and say, hey, you know, do this for us, but hey, don't say that. Right, now, right. So right. It's, it's like a double-edged sword. But I say that to say um, just the freedom of creativity is so mm -hmm. important, you know, especially when you're doing good stuff, you know, yeah. not when you're like intentionally trying to speak out hate speech to hurt yeah. others, but when you're doing enlightening things, that freedom of creativity is so important. And right. I definitely, I salute and I respect it um, from one independent to another because that that's important. You know, yeah. that's important. Like, you know, the big corporations don't really understand it. They, they understand money, but right. they don't understand the ground zero perspective of, um, the community, the city, right. and the people yeah. that live in these communities and cities, right. you know, and right. that's what you two understand, you know. Right. So yeah. the fact that y'all are basically y'all got this machine going, you know, right. y'all got this machine yeah. going. And Chicago's a huge city; it's a huge diverse yeah. city. 
uh, with different opinions, different backgrounds, but y'all were able to pull that together through culinary and yeah. just through history. You know, yeah. people, people love food. Sure. Yeah, people love food. Yeah. They listen. To, they think they're listening for the food, but then they eventually start listening for the history. But they might have come in for the food review, and then they stay for then, the history. And then you leave. You leave with some nuggets like, "Damn, I didn't know that about Chicago." Yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> and um, yeah. we, we're actually what last thing we're working on right now is um, that's launching in April is our new newsletter, and it'll, it'll it won't be you know a weekly newsletter or a daily newsletter. It'll probably be like a biweekly thing. Okay. And, you know, it'll involve even more stories, even uh, more like activities, th things you can do around the city in different community areas that you might not hear that might not be on like your main Instagram page of like what's going on. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's fun. What a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time to be alive. And, you know, y'all got a lot going on. Y'all might need to bring in the team eventually. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Look, <laughs> like now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> y'all got a lot, man. I mean, you know, it's two of y'all. Yeah, but you know the newsletter, the the live events, um, the, yeah, you know, everything else that you mentioned, I'm like, woo, like, yeah, I know, street team, I know, man. Look, we look, we we are definitely not opposed to it. The more people we can get on board with spreading the word about Chicago and learning and and the restaurants and eating, pfft, let's bring it. You know, bring. subscribe to our podcast so we can get paid more, yeah, so that we can hire someone, to so, help we, so we can do some more, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's look, that's huge. Subscribe and share. You know what I'm saying? That's um, it. Yeah, man. You know, so this is this is just dope. You know, again, like I said at the top of the episode, you know. I was sucked in from the very beginning because I'm a history nerd myself. I've always loved history. And the older I've gotten, the more I fell, fell in love with Chicago history. Um, and then obviously the surrounding areas and Illinois history, you know, right. um, uh, like I think it was you, Sarah, that said that Chicago used to be a swamp area. A lot of people don't know this. All of this used to be swamp right. area, like yeah. Cook County, you know, most of, you know, all of this was swamp area, you know, yeah. like um, I went to high school out of Markwell. I, I lived in Markham during my high school years. And, you know, it wasn't until after I graduated college that I discovered, oh, Markham used to be a swamp. Yeah. That's why no houses in Markham they ain't got basements. Yeah. That's right. literally why. Because like when I was a kid, seriously, this might sound weird, but it's the truth. I thought a basement was a sign of, oh, y'all got money. You know what I'm saying? I thought <laughs> no, that was, that's true. I thought I thought it was like, okay, you got money if you got a basement. If you got a basement. Don't let it be finished. Don't let it be finished. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you got a couch down there. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like all of that. Like one only one of my friends had a basement growing up. Just one. And yeah. you could tell like their house was, it wasn't new, but it was a newer house, right? Yeah. Majority of the houses in Markham were built like in the 1950s and 60s. Yeah. They ain't put basements in them because it was nothing but swampland. And I'm like, oh, that's why. Yeah. This is literally why. And then, like, they just built that um, Amazon facility out there. Yeah. And they built it on swampland. And that's why it was never developments on that land where they built that Amazon facility. Now, obviously, it's Amazon. So I guess they had the money to spend to try to do what they got to right. do. But yeah. yeah, all of this stuff makes sense. So a lot of people don't know that Chicago, a lot of South Cook County, all of this was just swampy. Swampy yeah. land. Yeah. <laughs> The there's we we talked about it on the podcast about how the right around that area um is where the highest point in Chicago is uh and it's only a hundred feet above uh sea level yeah. so but that part uh is actually and it's uh was it Blue Island uh mm -hmm. which is right outside and uh that is that was named because of another area that's in Chicago. Um, but it just didn't get annexed to the city. Mm. Uh, and that happens a lot. And that's the highest point in the city right over there. 
<laughs> wow, I did not know that. Um, yeah. and it, but I be, it's very believable. Obviously, yeah. it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? But it's believable when you um. So here's another fact. You know, Illinois is the second flattest state. Yeah. In the country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of people don't know that either. You know. Yeah. Florida is the flattest. You know, I never been. Yeah. I'm like one of the few. That's it would be under the most underneath wow. too. Yeah. <laughs> but then right after that is Illinois. Illinois is the flattest state outside of florida yeah. in the country so like when you take that into account it just makes more and more sense why chicago is the way it is you know like I said blue island uh stony island you know right yeah. all these islands they was like yeah. literal literal islands back in the day man but yeah you know see we could we can go all day like this is this is amazing that's why i wanted to get y'all on the podcast <laughs> um so like i got two questions for y'all two little trivia yeah. questions i'm sure y'all might know them y'all probably know them you know, because uh, I have a thing on my podcast called the SAT, uh, okay. Sociology Awareness Test, um, where I ask Chicagoans different questions about different things. And since it's March, uh, <laughs> it's March, March Madness, uh, basketball, oh, yeah. all of that, um, I'm going to ask y'all this. Where was the first high school basketball game played? Ooh, the first high school basketball game. I can tell you country. where the, uh, what's that? In the country. In, in the, the country. country. Oh shoot. I have I have no clue. That's a that's a that's good a ass question. question. I could tell you where the Harlem Globetrotters started. They oh, started man. they started at high school in Bronzeville, right? Uh right by um Harold Washington Center. That's, 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 <laughs> they absolutely did. They absolutely yeah. did, yep. But that's and, not the answer we're looking for. And, <laughs> and they not and they not Harlem, they Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so the very first high school basketball game in the country ever was played right here in Chicago. Uh, between Morgan Park Academy and the West Side YMCA. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 1893. That, that's interesting. Wow. 1893? 1893. World's Fair. World's Fair. There you go. <laughs> World's Fair. Wow. It was a lot of stuff going on that year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Chicago was a busy year that year. Yeah, it was a busy year. <laughs> that was a comeback. Everybody was outside that summer. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Everybody was outside. Everybody. Hey, Everybody that's a outside. good question. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. I had um I had just recently did an episode on that. Um, and you know, because I had covered the I'm a professional photographer by yep. trade. I said that. Um, and I was covering the state semis, and you know, I had interviewed a few people about that. I just learned that myself last year. Wow. wow. That's amazing. That's now, that's a good one. Now I always knew that March Madness started here. Yeah. Yeah, y'all know that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. March that I know. Yeah, yeah. I always knew that March Madness started here, but I did not know that. So I'm like, wow, like Chicago really started all this basketball shit. You know, we started a lot of shit. Like, just we started, we started a lot of shit. You know, we kicked it off a lot of times. You know, we kicked off the Hall Globe Trotters, kicked off yeah. March Madness, first high school basketball game. We got the goat. The goat yeah. played here. Yes. You know, yes. Um, you know, I love the, I love to piss people off by saying the NBA hasn't had an MVP since 2011. So the oh. last MVP was here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, that's that's a nice nugget. So my next question is, um, and I'm sure y'all most likely know this one, uh, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. In light of election season here in Chicago, we're not asking nobody who they're voting for, but Chicago, as we know, is a democratic city through and through. Yep. Illinois is democratic because Chicago is democratic. Yep. Who was the last Republican mayor of Chicago? Oh shit. Um, not. I wasn't living here, so that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, that's, that's he wasn't bad. either. I don't think he was born. Yeah, you wasn't no. born yet. I no, I wasn't. Um, oh. 
Damn, it's been that long. Oh, it's yes. been a long time. Um, was it Belandic? Nope. No, who was it? Big Bill Thompson. Oh, oh wow. Oh William wow. Bill Thompson. Yeah, he served two terms actually. Um, his first term was from 1915 to 1923. Then the second term was 1927 to 1931. Oh wow. wow, he was the mayor during some very radical times. He was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, some very corrupt. Crazy yeah. times. Um, yeah. He was the Holy last shit. Republican since then. It's been Democrat, 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 Democrat. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean. Ho hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get into it, but like, we, we I, can... I, know you, I know where you're going. I know yeah, where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know where you're going. Yeah. I know where you're going with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's basically that. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll... <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he did live in Chicago at least. Yeah. I... Hey, look. Hey, hey, look. At least he lived in the city. Hey, I'm just saying. Mm, just you know, saying. That should be that should be a prerequisite. You know? You want to run? How are you going to be a mayor? Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, anybody can rent something. I mean, you know what? You know, yeah, anybody can rent an apartment. I'm just saying, you know. Right. Anybody <laughs> use the hood pass to go to school somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you know, we we you know it's it's nice out there in the heights, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. But yeah, yeah, William Hale Thompson was the last Republican long, long time ago. Then after that, it's just been a strict series of Democrats, you know. Um, wow, that's that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good is. fact because we, we didn't know, you know what I mean? Like that's and, and and people don't understand just how deep that democratic uh machine is in Chicago. It's, it's deep. deep. It's deep. Like deeper than any city, deeper than New York, deeper yeah. than LA. Um, it's deep. Yeah, right? it's 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 a very important time for Chicago. Anybody listening, you know, like it's it's an important time for our city. So it's only been three times that we only had a one-term mayor like that. So, uh, yeah. so it's that's that's tough, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like tonight, and then I think two of them was women. Yeah, right. They both were women. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, <laughs> but it's two tough. two women in there. That's yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. Which were they both were the first at their times, you too. So Yeah, then Chicago was like, okay. Like, damn, that's tough. Yeah, 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 man. That was my conversation with Sarah and Dario, the co-host of 77 Flavors of Chicago. When you get a chance, please subscribe to their podcast. I included the link in the bio description of this episode. When you listen to 77 Flavors of Chicago, you will be entertained, you will learn, and you will be enthused and amazed by that chemistry and that genuineness of their love for this great city that we know, Chicago. If you enjoyed this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on right now, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, etc., leave a five-star review and a comment. Let us know what you think. And don't forget to subscribe to our sister podcast, Mogul Motivation, from True Stories Media.